Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mid-East Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Do you know a deep sleeper? Are you one yourself? You know, your head hits the pillow, the REM sleep kicks in, and you're snoring away. You're dead to the world, completely oblivious to anything around you. In today's Prophecy Update, Pastor J.D. warns us of the danger of being in a spiritual state of deep sleep. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on July 31st, 2022. The Bible is not silent when it comes to being awake. Nor is it silent as to why we're to be awake. Here are just two such passages about being awake. And the common denominator with both is that of salvation and the rapture of the church. Let me draw your attention first to Romans chapter 13, beginning in verse 11, the Apostle Paul. Do this, knowing the time, understanding the times, like the men of Issachar, who understood the times they were living in and knew what to do. Understanding the times, do this, that it is already the hour for you to awaken from sleep. For now, salvation is nearer to us than when we believed. The night is almost gone, and the day is near. Therefore, let us lay aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave properly as in the day, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual promiscuity and sensuality, not in strife and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh in regard to its lusts. In other words, you're asleep spiritually, you need to wake up because it's day now. The night is almost over. It's daytime. It's high time to wake up. Wake up from your spiritual slumber. First Thessalonians chapter 5, beginning in verse 1. Now, brothers and sisters, about times and dates we do not need to write to you, for you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. Hang on to that. 
While people are saying, verse 3, peace and security, some of your translations render it safety, it's the same Greek word, asphalia, translated security or safety. While people are saying peace and security, destruction will come on them suddenly, as labor pains on a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness, so that this day should surprise you like a thief. You are all children of light and children of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness. So then, let us not be like others who are asleep, but let us be awake and sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober putting on faith and love as a breastplate, and the hope of salvation as a helmet. For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. He died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with Him. And then he says it again, verse 11, therefore encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. Okay. Again, the reason I wanted to go to First Thessalonians and the reason I sense that the Lord would have me go in this direction is because of the paramount importance of this prophetic truth. Please hear me out, and don't let the enemy distract you. I don't want you to miss this. Think this through with me. This is his first letter. And he's teaching these new believers within the span of, let's just call it three months. He's teaching them the rapture and Bible prophecy. These are new believers. And, and he's teaching them about the rapture. He's teaching them Bible prophecy. <laughs> and then he's saying to them, in the context of the rapture of Bible prophecy, let's be awake, because we're children of the day, not the night. Well, it seems that this is so important that Bible prophecy would rise to the level of being taught to and understood by new believers. In verses 1 through 3, he even starts by telling them that he actually doesn't even need to really write to them about this, because they already know this. What do they know? They know very well that the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. Not for them, though. 
He then tells them that it will come suddenly. And verse 3, of course, a verse that we talk often about in our prophecy updates, while they are saying peace and security, he says sudden destruction will come upon them. It is so important to delineate between them and us. We, we, not they, we who are alive and remain. And the reason he says this in this way is because they knew of His coming. And as such, they were awake and watching. That's why it is that he didn't really even need to write to them about this, because when Jesus comes, it would not be for them as a thief in the night. Why? Because they were expecting it. They were awake, and they were watching, and they were ready. He says this in verses 4 through 8, when he talks about being awake, not asleep. So we're not surprised when he returns, doesn't catch us off guard. Now here's the thing. There are those who are not awake and alert in the spiritual sense which is why they're unaware of the nearness of the Lord's return. Now I know this might come off as a firm grasp of the obvious, but when you're sleeping, you're not aware of what's going on, right? Especially for those of you who get really deep sleep. We want you to know that we hate you, by the way, those of us, in Jesus' name, of course. But those of you who just get a really good night's sleep, you know the deep sleep, the REM, you know the rapid eye movement, and you're dreaming and you wake up and it's like, you, you first wake up and say, oh wait, wait what, what, what day is it? Where, where am I? What, you know, again, we hate you, but we love you in Jesus' name. When you're sleeping, you have no idea what's going on. Oh, while you're sleeping, a thief could break in and steal whatever he wants while you're sleeping. That's a thief in the night. Paul's point is simply this. A thief in the night will not call you and say, hey, um, I'm thinking about coming in and stealing from you at 2 a.m. Would that be a good time for you? Oh yeah, sure. I'll be awake. I'll be expecting you. Well, if you're sleeping, no, you won't. So are you making the spiritual connection here? If you're sleeping, you're unaware. And you'll be caught off guard. Enter verses 9 through 11, which to me is one of the most compelling pre-tribulation rapture proofs by virtue of how it is that Paul says, encourage one another with these words about the rapture. What he's saying here is we're not only to be encouraged ourselves because of this, but we're to encourage others as well. What are we encouraging them with? 
Oh, these words. In other words, be encouraged because you're going to escape the coming wrath of God during the seven-year tribulation. Well, that really encourages me. Well, this brings me full circle to the matter at hand, which is that of being awake. So the rapture isn't as a thief in the night. If you'll kindly allow me to, I'll explain why now, like never before, the day is near with everything that is happening in the world today. If you were to ask me why I'm so convinced that the hour has come, that this is the last hour, and it is time to be awake, my answer would be the increased frequency of the prophetic signs. By way of an illustration, the closer you are to your final destination, the more frequent the road signs will appear. I've shared in the past about an experience my wife and I had in 1997 when we're in Egypt. We stay with my aunt who lives in Giza, that's where the pyramids are, and we decided we wanted to go to Cairo. And so we had booked a train, but missed the train and ended up having to take a cab. Don't ever take a cab from Giza to Cairo, unless you want to see Jesus, of course, because that's probably what will happen. We almost did. I mean, it was horrifying. It was terrifying. And the driver was speeding, no air conditioning. It was 180 degrees Fahrenheit, like it is in some places right now. That's another topic for another time. And I mean, we're just looking for hanging on to any road sign that would tell us how close we were to our final destination. And the closer we got, the more frequent they were. It was like, okay, I can hold on, I can hold on, I can hold on. And right up until we reached our final destination, those road signs would increase in frequency, and we hung on to them for dear life, because we knew what it meant. We're almost there. We're almost there. Would you agree with me? <laughs> that the frequency of the prophetic signs of the times are now more frequent than they ever have been before? Well, we have another problem, and the problem is that many today are not interpreting the signs of the times. And I have to confess, and I'm very open and candid and transparent, sometimes maybe too much, and I know people get a little bit uncomfortable, but I have to say that 
for the life of me, I do not understand how it is possible that people don't see it. I just, I cannot, it is staggering for lack of a better word. And if that weren't bad enough, not only are they not interpreting, understanding the signs, they're actually almost going in the other direction and believing the lie. What's the lie? Well, COVID. Oh, come on, Pastor. Can't you just go one update without mentioning COVID? No. You want to know why? Because said COVID changed everything. And early on, I saw this and I thought, no, no way, way, no way. And then I started listening to others and I thought to myself, well, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm losing my mind because nobody else is seeing what I'm seeing, but this particular COVID sign tells me that we're almost at our final destination because of what it came and is still coming packaged with. Everything that has ensued since the beginning of 2020. Yes, it's actually been, as we've talked about in prior updates, this has been in the works for many, many decades. It could be argued that it's been planned for some 100 years. Yeah, you'll forgive me, but I just have to say this. When a church will open up its doors, and become a vaccination center, because they're woke. Or they'll start talking about social justice. Or pastors will start supporting Black Lives Matter. And that's just the tip of the proverbial iceberg. And these are the quote-unquote religious leaders of the day. Here are these prophetic signs increasing in frequency as we near our final destination in the rapture of the church prior to the seven-year tribulation, and they don't see it. They're blind to it, dare I say, they're sleeping. That's the only explanation. It explains it, at least in part. It doesn't excuse it. Because again, when you're asleep, you're unaware of what's really going on. They're not awake. You need to wake up. Not to fight. Not to fight. 
why would you want to fight for something that's going to be replaced? Let me try that again. (laughs) The new heavens and the new earth. Why do I want to fight to keep this world on life support? The world is passing away. This world is not our home. Jesus is coming to take us out of this world. And the signs are all over the place. And it's happening. And this is the end. We're almost there. Just hold on. I truly believe this with all of my heart, that this is the end. Again, would you just kind of think through this with me again? How much longer do you think human beings are going to be able to survive? You're probably not hearing it because it's being censored. Do you know how many people are dying? Do you know how many people are dying that have been injected? You know, life insurance companies, they know those numbers because they live and die by those numbers. And it's off the charts. Let me take it a step further, and I... This is truly another topic for another time. But how much longer do you think the earth is going to be able to continue? At this rate, I think of what Jesus said, that were those days not shortened, speaking of the seven-year tribulation, For the sake of the elect, speaking of Israel, no flesh, no human being would be able to survive. So let's get back to this issue of how is it, please know, and I, and the Lord knows my heart when I say this, I'm on the receiving end of many emails, comments that come in from people that are saying, well, so-and-so says this, but you're saying this. What do you say about that? So I just delete the email. (laughs) No. (laughs) What can I say? What can I say? Um, Pastor, you're kind of uh, out there. And here's these ministries, these leaders, these even pastors, well-known, mega ministries, mega churches. And they're not interpreting the signs as you're interpreting the signs. And these are well-known people. Well, they're going to have to answer to God for that. We're so glad you joined us for this edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. You've been listening to the latest prophecy update that Pastor J.D. has been sharing. And as always, it's fascinating to hear and learn 
about how the things going on in the world relate to things predicted in the Bible. If you're ever interested in finding out more about this ministry, head over to jdfarag.org. That's jdfarag.org to learn more. If you're in the Kaneohe area, you're always welcome to come check out our church family. At Calvary Chapel Kaneohe, we meet on Sundays and Thursdays for a time of worship, fellowship, and in-depth Bible study with Pastor J.D. There's a Calvary link at the bottom of our webpage, so look for it at jdfarag.org. That link will give you more info on service times, directions, and more. Also, on our website, you'll notice a tab at the top that says ABCs. This is a helpful tool if you're in need of understanding a more in-depth view of what it means to have a saving knowledge of Jesus. If you or any friends or family need some clarification, this should help clear some things up for you. Again, that website is jdfarag.org. Next time, you'll get to hear some more interesting things about current affairs and how they relate to what the Bible says to be true. The prophecies in the Bible were not just mentioned casually. Every prophecy written in the Bible will come to pass. So there's much to understand about what's to come. We look forward to that time with you and hope you'll join us then. Until then, may you be looking for wisdom from God in spirit and truth. 